Hello, everyone, and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind, Alaska. <laughs> Just, you know, hitting us off on a, on a high, 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 high note um, here this evening. It is technically our Hanging with Vildo cast, I think is what we've dubbed this. I hate that. <laughs> You're the one that came up with it, bro. <laughs> or would you say kicking it Fuck with Vildo? That, dude. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. It is uh, me, myself, Brian, here in North Texas, and uh, dead, dead dude Villem up in Tulsa, Tulsa Action. What up? It's been a while. I would play the Stained song, but uh, I think it's not really <laughs> Please <fitting>. don't. <laughs> I think I'll skip it. I, mean, I think we all know that uh, Homeboy, lead singer from Stained, has been problematic over the last couple of years, so we'll just uh, keep it away from him. Anyway, so <laughs> Villem. Uh, I'm I'm drinking kind of a bland, I mean not a bland beer, a uh, a crushing beer. Uh, this is my okay. po- post yard work beer. It's New Belgium Fat Tire out the can, out the draft top can, because uh, it goes down quicker. And uh, yeah, so I did my biweekly. What is bi? Is that twice a week? Is that what biweekly is? No, I th- I always fuck this up. I think it's. You, you're thinking of semi-weekly. Semi- bi-weekly is every two weeks, which is you get you get paid bi-weekly. I, so if I do it twice a week, that's semi-weekly? Semi-weekly, yeah. Seminally weekly. I, I, mow, I try to mow the yard and uh, I cut it cut it high and... Uh, and let let that huh. let that green 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 up and uh twice a week that's impressive dude i don't know i most people i know don't even do once a week <laughs> so i'm trying something a little different i i, I watch the internet <laughs> <laughs> this dude named the the lawn care nut uh, he's based out of he was based out of chicago and then he's based out of florida now anyway he has some quick tips for people to green up their yard quickly and get it healthy one of the tips is cut it high, like set your set your lawn uh, lawnmower deck as high as it'll go, because it makes sense. You keep more of the grass stem, that's more of the leaf, or you know more of the the, the yeah. grassy leaf. It'll pick up the, the longer it is, the more sunlight it'll pick up, and the greener it'll and thicker it'll grow. And you kind of choke out some of the weeds. Anyway, so that's some lawn care <laughs> nonsense here on the on the last trimmings, I guess we'll call it or. I don't know. That makes sense. The yard bag. <laughs> we got to come up with a better name. Anyway, uh, so and a drop, obviously. <laughs> clearly, it'll be a We'll work it out. So yeah, no, I cut it high, and then I've uh, been using some good fertilizer and stuff. Frank and I, I bring it up with you because I know we won't go off for fifty minutes on it like Frank and I will. So anyway, going out doing my little buy. Semi-weekly yard work, treat myself with a fat tire because I got a case of it, so might as well drink it. Villem, it's been a while. Yeah, it has. How have you been lately? I've been good. Can't been complain. Staying busy. Uh, How hot is it in Oklahoma right now? Or not it, right now, I mean like today, I guess. Today today wasn't too bad. It's been like the last couple of days have been a little cooler, but 
there have been some hot days. There's been some mid nineties days. Okay. I mean, it is the last week or so toward the tail end of May here. And, uh, usually in Texas and Oklahoma, it, it's one of two things. Like it's still, still like, Oh, it's nice. Great weather out there. Or it's scorching hot and there's goddamn oven door heat. <laughs> yeah. Four seven. Yeah. Like it's one o'clock in the morning. It's still ninety four degrees. It's great. It's great this time of year, <laughs> dude. It was like it was fucking winter, and then it was just summer. <laughs> like there was no spring. We were still mid like fifties like a month ago. We were still having like shitty temperatures. I brewed a beer on April twenty second, and my and you were cold. Yeah, it, it was snowing in Broken Bow. <laughs> Fuck around, dude. And then now it's just like hot. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Not even <laughs> kind of hot. Like, it's the type of temperature that when I get in my black car after it being parked outside all day, the temperature gauge reads some ridiculous yeah. like 106. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. Get out <laughs> dude, of here. I have a black car too. The same shit. Sucks. Oh, my God. So, what are you drinking this evening? I am drinking a Rough Tail IPA. Whoa. Yeah, shouts. It's fucking delicious. It's so good. I Rufftail is one of those one of those brands that's really uh, uh, plucking at my heart, pulling at my heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, plucking pulling. plucking my heartstrings. It's uh, playing quite the tune on my heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The, this is a delicious beer. Uh, I don't even have the can on me, so I don't have like the facts or whatever. But uh, it's a little hazy. It was canned. Wait, this is their IPA. Is this their uh, like hoptometrist or is it there everything rhymes with orange i think it's hoptometrist okay i think um but yeah no it's really good it's it's a little hazy i don't know if it's supposed to be or if it's i think it said it was canned on the 30th of april okay so i don't know how you know how that is but yeah i feel like it's it's pretty good. I mean, it tastes good. Their stuff it's not like funky or anything. <laughs> their stuff holds up really well. So, uh, Rough Tail is one of that that uh, it, it catches me off guard every time. Every now and then, when I drink it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, shit! They make really good beer." I forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, not only are they really cool to hang out with and talk to, uh, and do some really funky and weird shit with their beers, but like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. their standard beers yeah. are, are just killers row of uh, beer lineups because even yep. even their like pale ale or their not their pale their pilsner they have a pilsner called little blue pills which yeah. i mean you need to get you hard or whatever you want to know. <laughs> anyway you it's really you. good so uh <laughs> i guess we can that can lead us into maybe what uh what caused you to pick up a little rough tail ipa this week oh i uh, i had it at hop jam at on sunday hop jam Along with a shitload of other beers. I want to ask you about your time at Hop Jam. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what the event is, maybe who who sponsored it, and uh, what day of the week it's (laughs) it's on? (laughs) So, for people who don't know, and I feel like if you're listening to this, you probably know because you you probably are like from within the area. Hanson Brothers are from Tulsa. Oklahoma, and that is the Hanson brothers of Mbop fame. Of Mbop fame, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and they've uh, they've always lived in Tulsa, even like when they were real big and whatever. And so, obviously, from their uh, success, they 
had some money and they invested it in a brewery, some of it, and the brewery like is pretty popular, you know, because it's like the Hanson brothers beer and whatever. And um, so they throw this beer, a big beer event every year in Tulsa called hop jam or the hop jam where uh, it's music and beer. So all these craft breweries come out and they like, you pay $45 or something for a pass and you get a little mug and you can just go to all the tents and it's unlimited. Like, try everyone's beer as much as you want, like until they run out till the end of the day, basically. And then they got a big old stage where they're like, they have music and like live music, which is pretty good music, honestly. Like they pick good bands. And sometimes I think Hanson plays every year at the very end. I haven't st- stuck around for that, but uh, that's their, I mean, they basically play Freebird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. roll out the stage. But such a cool festival. Like, uh, I did it for the first time last year, right? It was the weekend after I got married. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, it's always going to fall around our uh, anniversary now because of that. And so I think, like, now it's the thing where every year for our anniversary, we go to Hop Jam if we're not, like, going out of town or something. So, uh, but it's so cool. It's so fun. Highly recommend if you're, like, from the area and you haven't gone and, it's so like laid back and everyone's really like chill. It's not like a shit show, you know, where people are just drunk. It's like everyone's happy drunk, you know, no one's like starting shit and being shitty and whatever. And maybe, maybe it's because of its size, you know, it's like at a good size. Yeah. So There's not a ton of people there. I will say the $45 per ticket entry is a bit of a barrier. It's going to weed out those who are True. on the fence yeah, yeah. of going to get point. going to get shit housed versus going to have a good time. <laughs> you definitely get your money's worth, though. Holy shit! You just get to try all the beer. You're just hanging out with friends, socializing. You meet new friends. The first time I went, I took a picture and posted it on Instagram. It was hip hop. Me and Katie and uh, our friends. Hip hop squatting with another group of people that we had never met or seen before. We just kind of like all got in the same picture together, and people just, you know, like we were just taking pictures. That's hilarious. That's it was the fucking best, you know. That's how. You, that's how one. That's how beer fest should be, and yeah. two. That's how like that's how alcohol should be, beer especially in yeah. the U.S. It should just be fun. Like yeah. I, I, I talked about it briefly in the last episode where just may talk to people when I went to the breweries by myself, you just talk to people. It's fun. Yeah. You actually realize that like, Oh, there's way more in common that we have. And, uh, one of those things is, uh, drinking beer right now. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. So you should definitely check it out if you guys are listening and, uh, Check out our story. We posted a little. I posted a story throughout the day, and Bryman here saved it to our Instagram, yeah, which is super cool. So it's one of our like little featured stories. So if you want to like, you know, see kind of what it was like or whatever, check it out. It's it's fun. It was really fun. I was I was jealous. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Brian brought it up to me a while ago. She was like, "We should go to Hop Jam." I was like, "Oh shit, yeah." Villem and Katie go to that every year. That would be fun. And she was like, yeah, yeah, it's on the, was it the 20, the 20th? I was like, oh, yeah, cool. That's, that's, I have a, a big work anniversary that day. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to go celebrate. And I was like, oh, it's a Sunday. What? <laughs> like, yeah. Hold yeah. up. So uh, one thing uh, about Oklahoma beer festivals, just clear this up for me. You pay the $45. 
Is there a limit to the number of beers that you can drink? No, zero limit. Zero. I think think there's probably some rules around pour sizes. So, you know, they do like a a two-ounce sample, but, you know, they'll – and hopefully no one who has any sort of – you know, hopefully I'm not spoiling this for other people, but, like, you know, a lot of times it's just, like, whatever. They'll just give you, like, a full thing – full, like, little – the the cup is much bigger than the pore sizes, so oh yeah, they'll just fill it up, you know. Oh, that's like, nice. Oh, so, uh, especially toward the end, as they they're trying to get rid of their beer, yeah, um, they're not trying to bring any back with them. Exactly. So they're trying to get it rid. So they're like, you know, they're giving bigger pores and whatever. And um, I don't know where I was going with this. I'm sorry. I'm I'm probably not helping. No, probably really you. fucking distracting. I'm sorry. I'm trying to <laughs> capture a photo, and the best way I could do that in this room is. Uh, use this lamp <laughs> as like key lighting, and it's Brian multitasking while we're doing a one-on-one cast here. Uh, hey, at least I'm not going to the bathroom right now. <laughs> like, Willem, carry this for me. I gotta go piss, and then just leave. We have done that. That has yeah. happened on the cast before. Uh, I'm so tethered here because it's just you and me, and I don't have wireless headphones. Oh, and, I've got you, you know, locked like, in, I, son. Yeah. I'm here, yeah. Fully engaged. I love this. <laughs> it is it is really cool that they don't have limits on their on their beer fest up there, which is weird, a little bit archaic considering you can't buy full full strength beer cold yeah. at liquor stores, but you can go get shafasted for 40 yeah. bucks at a brew fest on a Sunday. Yeah, this is the state where it, prohibition was in effect until like well into the sixties. Uh, I want to say. I was gonna say like what ninety four, ninety five. <laughs> yeah, like legit. <laughs> like there were still bootleggers and like that uh, in Oklahoma in the sixties. That's how recently it was legal. You know, legalized here. So. That that all makes sense to me. That make yeah. I, I see no issue there. So it's weird because that's happening up in Oklahoma now. Down here in Texas where there's a little bit more educated drinking culture. I mean, we have Austin, for Christ's sakes. I mean, 6th Street is... I feel like there's a percentage of the world's alcohol that's consumed on 6th Street. And yet here, when we have a beer fest, the state does not allow like, uh, like unlimited service. So if you go to a beer fest down here... You'll pay your, I mean, $45 is not unheard of for a beer fest. You pay your ticket price and you get like 12 beers, 12, like two ounce beers. So yeah. let's do that quick math. 12 times two is 24. That's two full beers. That's two bottles of beer. That's okay. all you get? Now, some beer fests have gotten around it and they're like, oh, cool. So what we'll do is we'll allow you to purchase another like drink card because they basically, they just hand you a drink card. It's got 12 tacks or 12 boxes that the brewery stands, like, just cross off. You're like, ah, you've had your lemon. Okay, cool. But you can buy another card, and you're like, let's double this up. And the extra cards are like five bucks. <laughs> so and I think I talked about it back when I covered Index Fest this last year. But, like, Index Fest had this little NFC bracelet that you put on, and you would, like, they would scan it with their phone, and, like, your NFC tag was ticked. So like you'd have 15 drinks or whatever. We got one less every time they scan it. 
No one ever scanned my <laughs> my bracelet. They didn't even try. Because after the first 10 minutes of the doors being open, they were like, fuck it, this thing doesn't work. <laughs> so they just didn't tell anybody. So, But every other beer fest that I've gone to has, has also had that limit number of like, hey, you only got 12 drinks, so make them count, whatever. And halfway through the event, it's just like... Floodgates open. Let's do this. Let's all like be responsible adults, but we are not marking shit. All of our Sharpies broke. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the very first Brewfest I ever went to, Villain, was called, ironically called, the best little Brewfest in Texas. Okay. The irony here is there were no beers at this Brewfest that were under 7% alcohol. Holy shit. Hence the best little brew fest and yeah. everything is just a a wallop kick in the chest. <laughs> I think that beer fest I had twenty nine check ins to untapped. And yeah, those were like shit. four ounce pours. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I it was because we had a train station by our apartment, and the train like the one stop uh, like north from our from our stop was the beer fest and they ran like shuttles every 10 oh, minutes. Shit. Okay. So I took my father-in-law as a father's day gift, took him and my mother-in-law and Mrs. Brian decided to tag along. And <laughs> guess what? Everyone was sitting on the curb while Brian was skipping around the brew fest. They're like, we're ready to go. I'm like, not done yet. Woo! got another tent to get to. Uh, uh, oh, it was that, that brew fest though. I don't think Mrs. Bryan has been to another one since then. Oh, my God. She almost died. Damn, so I was like, it hit her pretty hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We got back to the apartment, and I was like, well, I'm thirsty, and I don't have any more beer here, and I'm hungry. So I called an Uber, (laughs) rode across the street to Total Wine and More, shopped over there for a little bit, and then grabbed my goodies and walked across the parking lot to Chick-fil-A while I'm waiting for my Chick-fil-A order. Called the Uber. <laughs> Had him pick me up when I'm done. So I'm getting in an Uber with a boatload of Chick-fil-A, a gangload of beer, oh and like two God. bottles of that wine. incredible. We'll get back into the into the apartment. I'm like, where's Mrs. Brian? And I find her asleep on the bathroom floor. I'm like, oh, no, sweetie. I got a bunch of chicken nuggets. Do you want some? She's <laughs> like, no. I'm like, all right. Oh, all right. dude, Chick-fil-A is the truth, though. Dude, so good. Oh my god. It's so damn good. Did you see that Twitter uh post? I don't remember what where the parent post was from, but it was Millennials try Chick-fil-A for the first time. Dude, it was no, disheartening. I have not seen that. It was I wanted to I say this because I feel like I'm on a safe place. But after watching that video, I wanted to find out what those people stood for and vote against them. No, at all costs. And I was like, wait, wait, no, shit, this is how they get you. This is how they get you. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, just to spite their answers of like, "Mm, it's like not as good as I want it to be. And I just, there's not enough, there's not a lot of chicken here. I'm like, shut up, bitch, this is a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. It is the supreme model. It's got tomatoes and pickles. And God forbid you say those pickles aren't good on that bun, and I'll slap the taste out of your mouth. I know, dude. They're the best. Oh, my God, dude. That whole thing. First of all, their chicken is, like, plump as fuck. So you shut the fuck up about there not being enough chicken. That chicken is roided to the tits. (laughs) Oh, and it's cooked to perfection, you know? Like, it's not... 
Uh, they don't like cook it dry at all. No. Like pretty much every other fucking fast food place does. Yeah. It's battered lightly and like this and it's fried in this fucking peanut oil. Like it's oh my heaven. god, dude. Uh, and yeah, the pickles are incredible. Like <laughs> the the pickles I on that like, like super spongy bun. Like there's my wife doesn't like pickles. She gets pickles. Like like uh on the fucking uh breakfast biscuit one time yeah. i asked like the first time i ever got it i asked if it came with pickles and they said no they were like and what in you my have? head for a split second i'm like why the fuck not and then i go <laughs> i'll take i'll take it with pickles <laughs> like that's your signature not? if you're gonna do a breakfast sandwich just do the lunch sandwich <laughs> on a fucking biscuit you yeah know? Like, jack in the box does it it's called breakfast on a bun it's the bob <laughs> everybody loves it <laughs> <laughs> and so i just like i get some pickles on it the first time and I would never even have it any other way. She tried it that one time. She gets pickles on her sandwiches. She doesn't even like pickles. <laughs> so like that should tell you how good their pickles are. Dude, I'm I, I've I've never felt more distant from a group of people than after watching that goddamn video. Anyway. Ugh. All that well, aside we, like it, we're supposedly all the same, dude. Fuck around. <laughs> we're all the same. Fuck you. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, can't we all just fuck you? You don't like Chick-fil-A. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, they've been problematic with the way their owner talks about things, but motherfucker. <laughs> it's like lumping a, 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 like It's just like, I don't know... Uh, and not ageism, but I don't know. It's like it's like taking the worst of a population and being like, "You're all like this." <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're all uh, you're all this way. That's what we that's what we believe. So that's what we see. That's what we see. <laughs> so it is it, it, back to the Brewfest in general, and I, I don't want to keep harping on this, but it's really weird that uh, they just turned y'all turned y'all loose. Uh, to yeah. drink, to drink to your heart's yeah, no, content. I completely agree. Was, but it's it's so good, dude. Was there anything that? Uh, I mean, I don't want to ask this because I know it's going to be kind of overwhelming. But was there a beer that surprised you that you like? You walked up to the booth and you're like, "Oh, cool! These dudes started decided to start making beer. This is probably going to taste like shit." And you got a pour and you're like, "Oh damn! Oh my damn!" Dude, yeah, there was. I can't remember any. Oh, but I that good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I specifically remember having that reaction to a brewery, and I just I can't. I'm drawing a blank. There was one, and I'm I'm trying to look it up right now. That you posted about this. You said something like "smells like laundry detergent" or some shit like that. Oh no, it looks like dishwater. It tastes like heaven. Yeah, it's. Uh, I want to say it was an heirloom beer, uh, and they just like. They make these like wild yeast type of beers yeah. and you know, just kinda like fuck around. Yeah. And uh but they're like you know, it's like they, they're so good at brewing that they've they're going to like this like experimental place. Yeah. And where they don't care about what it looks like, what it smells like necessarily. They just care about how those things play together to like create this this flavor Ex- experience. This sounds so pretentious, but it, like, it is one hundred percent. But that's what we're here. That's what we're here like, for. Just like moment with the beer. <laughs> but and, see, uh, go ahead. It's, it's, you can be like, man, I I don't know that I would like by the smell. You're like, 
well, that's like interesting. It's like when you have like a cheese or something, right? That's uh-huh. like it's not supposed to be good because like you have like certain senses telling you to back don't off, drink but this. When yeah, they come together. It's like it all makes sense. Like I, that smell does go with that taste, and you know, I the visual and I don't know. It's like it's super interesting. See, that's the kind of stuff though that has gotten me into craft beer. Like that's the that's the experience. Those are the experiences that have driven me to the last five and a half years of my life. Yeah, of finding that not euphoric because that is like over the top. I have had euphoric beer experiences, and those are <laughs> way fewer and farther between. But at the same time, like there is a marriage of of a beer drinking experience that is so enjoyable. That it catches you off guard. And sometimes yeah. it can be a super simple one. I think, uh, I don't remember if I've talked about it on here, if I just talked to you guys offline. But Fat Tire, when they came out with Dayblazer, or Fat, God damn it, I just Fat Tire <laughs> New Belgium. When New Belgium <laughs> when New Belgium came out with Dayblazer, it was just a, a basic golden ale. Nothing special. I mean, it was like an adjunct ale lightly flavored. But as soon as I, like, I tasted it for the first time after I got done mowing the yard, and as soon as it hit my lips, it took me back to being on a porch, being on the on the landing of G Unit in Stillwater with Derek, <laughs> Mike, and Frank, just shooting the shit after class one day. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's and it was so vivid, so specific the memory that it brought up. I Transported was like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's something special. That's that's a special experience, and the yeah. same for like flavors that, like you said, when they come together, it's oh, it's impactful. And yeah. honestly, don't want to ruin this for you, but it probably also had to do with the fact that you're there with your wife, you're celebrating an anniversary, yeah. and you're hypersensitive to all the things that are happening around you. And you know what? That's fucking great, too, because yeah. you're there experiencing with other people, and y'all are sharing in, in those experiences. And I think sometimes people, I mean, to the point that we were making about just go in, pay $45, and get ripped, kind of like the people out at Franconia and McKin- in the shithole McKinney, where you pay five dollars and drink until they close, like they, I mean, like those, like those times. You're, I mean, sure you could be there with your with your best gal, but if you're drinking until you can't stand up, like <laughs> what, yeah. are, what are we really celebrating? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It, it's that's great, man. I'm glad that you had that experience, and I'm I'm glad that there was at least something that caught you off guard. That's what I yeah. really like about these brew fests. Is I mean, that's how I found Manhattan Project. Is at a brew fest. I stood in line, a pretty long line, on apparently day two. Didn't know it was day two. I thought it was just another brewery that I had, you know, that was outside of my regular commute, so I hadn't had them yet. Yeah. And I tried their beer. I'm like, shit's pretty solid. And then I had Project Half Life, and I was like, fuck off. This beer is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, they just, you know, a convert right then and there because I had never tasted anything like it. I know our buddy Jay has the exact same experience. Excuse me. With rough tails, everything rhymes with, rhymes with orange. He still like he took that beer, dude. He texted me and big shout out to Jay. He's uh, celebrating his dirty thirty trip. I think he's coming back this week. Him and Mrs. Oh, nice. Where'd he go? Him and Mrs. Jay decided last year that they were going to plan dirty thirty trips. They both turned thirty this year, and uh, they wanted to go to like Taiwan or Spain. I was like, those are not near. Like, you're going to have to flip a coin. Uh, either way, it's going to be a long plane ride. And then Mrs. J got pregnant with their first kid. So Taiwan, 
out Spain, a little expensive. So yeah, they yeah. went to, I think they went to the Cat Islands in Costa Rica, I think. Ooh, so damn. Jay texted me and was like, hey, what's the, what's the, how difficult is it to take beer like to another country? I was like, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, having no experience in that department, I couldn't even begin to tell you. <laughs> like, I have no frame of reference for what the fuck that would take. Like, I, know how to, I know how to take beer to New Jersey. I've done that before. <laughs> like, uh, you just can put it in your bag, I think, and then yeah. just declare it in customs and you're fine. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you do have to do a little ground, a little homework beforehand to make sure that what you're bringing into the country isn't like a banned substance. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. But like, if you're going to like Spain, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm going to the United Arab Emirates. Yes, I'm going to declare yeah, this but you beer. Might do some research <laughs> on that one. I want to do is a little double check on it. But anyway, Jay is so dedicated to uh, Rough Tales. Everything rhymes with orange. Homeboy took that beer with him to Costa Rica to so he could have some good beer to drink while he was there on the beach. And Damn. I was like, that's freaking dedication. Not only is it yeah. dedication on his part, but that's saying something about a brewery that makes a product that's good enough for people to pay the extra money, go ahead and travel with and like go through the extra effort to bring with them. I think that's pretty special. And this is the part where I ask you if you had everything rhymes with orange and you go, yeah, and I didn't drink that shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't had it, but I I really haven't, but I've heard really good things about it. So, I mean, like, like, I've never heard anyone, like, pretty much that, you know, from everyone that I've heard anything about, like, has told me about what their experience was with it. It was, like, that kind of review. Like, just love the shit out of it. Do yourself a favor. Pick yourself up a six-pack next time it's available. It is, like, 14, 15 bucks for a six-pack, but it is well worth the experience. Okay. I'll Uh, do that. Um I've actually, I'm running, I think this is the first, I know this is the first time I'm talking about this. I'm running a little bit of an experiment. So next time that I'm at my, my bottle shop and they have everything rhymes with orange, that's pretty fresh. I'm yeah. Reveal the full experiment, but I've been aging <laughs> everything rhymes <laughs> with orange because I have a theory that, uh, I want to test out. Okay. Uh, so I've been, I've been aging everything rhymes with orange hot and I've also been aging it cold. Okay. So a, can, a can of each. Wait, like Since how hot? Like what's hot? Hot being a little warmer than room temperature. So I have a old school like, refrigerator uh, that I have as my beer cellar in, in this room, in my, okay. in my brew room. So I keep it on the back side of that uh, beer fridge. Okay. So it, the beer fridge runs all day. So it's probably 80, 80 degrees back there. Okay. So, okay. It's like eighty degrees. Yeah, it's not like oven temps, but it's definitely but it's like, like say, warm. Yeah, for shel- sure. shelf temperatures in a country store out in Oklahoma, yeah. and then I've got one that's in my kegerator, uh, so it's always on, always cold. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I want to yeah. I want to test them side by side with a freshie and see see what differences we get. Do a little panel. I don't know. Yeah, that that'd be very interesting. It's not. It's probably going to be really boring and like un. Uh, it's what gonna, if one of them like? What if the warm one like turned? You know, and then it's like just this funky beer, but it's like pretty amazing. Good. You know, that's <laughs> well, that's that, what I'm saying. Like that did happen. I had a beer that I knew was infected, and uh, when I I let it sit around for almost three years, <laughs> and when I opened it, it was this beautiful like red wine stout. 
is the ba- best way I can describe it. That's so crazy. And there was no wine in the beer. I mean, it wasn't bar- yeah, barrel barrel yeah. aged on wine. It was a bourbon barrel aged stout at like fourteen percent, and it was this like Shit. slightly funky, like super dry. Brian, you have to come up to Tulsa and go to um, Heirloom. I'm telling you, this place, this guy used to be, I think, the head brewer at at Prairie. Okay. And then he, I think his name is John or something. He, like, went off and started Heirloom. Started his own thing? Him and his wife together. Okay. And uh, it's, like, just like these wild beers. I mean, I don't know. Like they're, they're just like, so, you know, some like, just like more traditional, whatever, but some of them are just like so funky. And like, the like, a, a you saw that one. I mean, it's on the story. Like it yeah. literally does look like dirty dishwater, I, but yeah. it's like a little sour, like a little funky smelling. It's just like an experience. It's so good. See, I, I want to talk to the people from heirloom and I want to, grab him by the collar and give him a little bit of a shake because I had a, the only beer that I've ever been able to get my hands on from them was served at pub W in Norman, Oklahoma. Okay. And I don't blame the brewery. I don't, but the beer had been sitting around for far too long. Like there's Um, no reason that pub W should have been serving it. And yeah. the the wait staff at Pub W knew so little about the beer that they couldn't tell me what it was. So I had to go to the oh, interwebs yeah. to find any information. So it was an open fermented fooder lager, which is oh, yeah. not a thing. Like, by, like there's a there's a pretty good reason that no one fooders a lager beer. Okay, it's just it's tough. Like. <laughs> To properly lager a beer, you either have to have precise temperature control or it has to be just bitchin' ass cold for a long time. And it's tough. This is really tough. And that beer was really tough to get through. And I know that that's not a good represent. Like I said, like I said, it was old, and it yeah. can not, could not have been a good representation of the brewery, the original, okay, and, or the original for that matter. Like. Ugh. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was bad. Well, come to the source and I then, should. you know, have some of their beers. And... I also want to go, I want to try, I'm a glutton for punishment. I want to try American Solera again. While their beers were not bad, I, my experience the first go around was not stellar. What did you, what, what happened? I, so I went last year, last February, not 2018, but 2017. And we went on a Saturday right at like 1215. And it rolled in. <clears throat> my family wanted to come with me. So, I mean, we're talking to my mom and my sister and yeah. my niece and nephew. So I'm like, okay. So I, I went in. I did some groundwork beforehand. I'm like, I reached out to them via social media and asked straight up, hey, I'm going to have a whole gang of people coming with me. Is the tap room big enough to hold all these people? Because we're going to be in there, if nothing else, for like 15, 20 minutes while I pick up beer and fill up Wait, some growlers. So is this, sorry, is this uh, the one at 18th and Boston? No, 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 no. This is the the original Prairie location out in the boonies. Oh, like the, like the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, because this is before Sobo opened up. Yeah, way I, dude, before. I fucking hate. Sorry, I Sobo. You don't like Sobo? It grinds my gears. You know, I always get put on the spot for those. I fucking hate Sobo, dude. It's so, it's like start your own thing. Be creative. Don't 
don't just turn Soho into Sobo. Like you don't like not? what about WeHo, West Hollywood? You know, no, just no you ho. No ho? No ho. Don't do any of that. Villain, that's where you live now. You live in no ho. <laughs> 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 the, the no ho. That's like, what we stop do. T- stop doing that. You know, like, do something else. I don't know. I don't fucking know what it is. There's a reason I don't know what it is. Like, put effort into it. <laughs> put effort. Be original, goddammit. Yeah, fucking please. <laughs> I, I feel like Tulsa is an eclectic enough town where you could just turn it to the people for like three seconds and you'll come up with a better a better naming solution. Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, I did go out to uh, American Solera and uh, again, I reached out to these people on social media. The only like, it's not like I can call their tap room 24-7 and be like, yeah. what's up guys? Got some questions for you. <laughs> So I reached out uh, on Twitter and Instagram and direct message through both of those services. Yeah. So I'm like, got no response. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> you guys are killing the game here. Roll up in there. It's like pouring down rain. Oh, uh, and we shit. just we drove straight from central, like straight from my hometown, South of Norman to oh, Tulsa. Boy. And I'm like, I was geared up and ready to make the trip. Well. Family is a different story. They're, they're <laughs> not into driving across the state of Oklahoma Fucking to get some beer. Brian is like Clark Griswold over here. I was too. I literally get his family to a fucking brewery. <laughs> it was my bir- it was my birthday wish, villain. Oh. I turned thirty. I wanted to go. I wanted to go to American Solera. Oh boy! And uh, because I'd never been to Prairie, I was like, yeah. I I, des- I deserve this. This is yeah, me. Yeah. Well, and what I got was basically what I deserved, which was the weirdest <laughs> customer service experience I've ever had in my life. Oh, dude, I'm like starting to remember you telling me about some of this. It was like they were scared of me, and I uh, <laughs> yeah. don't really understand why. Uh, You're like dripping wet. Like, well, no, I wasn't. Off at no, several I, passengers. <laughs> Did have a lot of people with us, but it was literally like we walked into a friend's drinking game and we were not part of the friend oh. group. And I was like, it's 1215 on a Saturday. I think the people that are in here right now are the only people that are going to be here until like oh, four o'clock. Shit. So you can help me out by answering some of these questions. And I know one of the people in there was a brewer and I'm like, I, you, you've got to be better than this. You've yeah. got to be better with people than this. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I dropped so, a $101 and I felt like I was paying a ransom to get out of there. <laughs> I was like, this is weird, man. I've never tried to give people money and gotten this weird of an experience. So, yeah, that sucks. Anyway, I, I want to give them another shot just because I know that can't be what they intended to do. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone else that's gone up there has had a stellar experience. Okay, I mean, their their beers are pretty good. You really got to be into sours. I mean, like they really Which fucking. I am. He he loves his sours, and I'm not like, you know, no, like I I think they're great for what they are, but I struggle to to drink that much sour beer. Honestly, like they, you know, it may it's just like so hard on my stomach. I don't know if it's just me or no. like some of the beers are just so fucking acidic, and I'm just like. I don't know. Like I, I'm not gonna be drinking. It's almost like you've you've like sectioned me into 
like it's going to be so long before I get your product again because I don't like I can't just like be drinking that much sour beer. That's just like fucking my stomach all the time. <laughs> you See, know what I mean? I, I I know there are some people who I, I work with some people who. Drink. I mean, it's part of their job is to test beer and, yeah. and see what see what's up in the market. Excuse me. And they literally travel with Rolades with them hundred oh, percent of the time. Rolades and Alka Seltzer. I you know what I have found the benefits of original Alka Seltzer. It's it's kind of a game changer because some of the beers that I have that I get pulled in to drink. Whether yeah. it's like by design or by complete accident, and I'm doing a quality panel on them. I'm like, oh god, I need I need some something to settle my stomach. I drank one the other day <laughs> that it, I literally questioned whether they got all the cleaner out of the lines before they canned it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this something is wrong here. <laughs> I can't quite put my finger on it because there's so many off flavors. Anyway, so that sucks though when it like when you try a beer for the first time and it's not you can just tell that it's not right. You know, yeah. like. Yeah. So it's kind of like you are that your first judgment. I don't know. You just kind of like are always going to have that. That first judgment is really hard to change, it's, even though it's not their fault. It's the first impression, and it's, yeah, the, it's what hard. makes it so important. So I, we, we, I brought it up. Like we're talking like episode two of <laughs> why it's important <laughs> to like understand what you're tasting because there's some people who will drink a beer and they'll be like this beer sucks terrible and move on and never go back to it yeah like while that might be true and that might be like accurate for your palate there may yeah. be some beers that because they're damaged like either you know light struck or old or whatever anything that's outside of the brewer's like capacity yeah like you're blaming the brewer for something that's not their fault i think uh, parker got pissed off a couple weeks ago about some shiner light blonde that he bought and i, <laughs> yeah, I, I just straight up asked him like where did you buy it <laughs> he's like <laughs> Uh, this old ass liquor store. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I, yeah. Wait, is it? He was like, because no one else was selling it anymore. Yeah, that a different, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. I'm like, bro. Like, well, think about what you're buying. Don't get mad at Shiner for making a product two yeah. years ago that was good, and you <laughs> bought it this month, and you're like, sucks. Yeah, like, I don't like this aged, <laughs> like last aged <laughs> Shiner light wand. Yeah, this four percent lager tastes like shit three years old. Well, yeah, no, it will a hundred percent of the time, without fail, taste terrible. But it's Brian, really, like it's 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 ridiculous that people like get that and they never go back. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I agree. Okay, we either need to take an intermission or call it here because I gotta take a piss real right, bad. Let's take a break and then we'll come right back okay. with more no beer left behind. Alright, welcome back here on No Beer Left Behind. Hope you enjoyed that little musical interlude. We're uh we're back. That's right, ladies and gents. So that was a hard out because I fat fingered the stupid soundboard <laughs> and just turned the music off. So that went last well. Last call, right? Whatever. It is tis last call. That's why I went with the Hulk Hogan theme music. So uh, do you want to do a quick beer count? Because I know that you're on your, it looks like, well, I don't want to spoil it. I'll just do a quick beer count. We'll just do this. Yeah. 
It's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. So, Willem, uh, I see that you have poured yourself another beer. What are you up to right now? Uh, this is my second one. <laughs> Not nothing too insane. <laughs> You're on the deuce. Welcome to the deuce. <laughs> but I've been having a good night, so, you know. <laughs> you know. Don't want to. Just second one of the cast, if you will. Uh, is it the second uh, Rough Tail IPA? Or did you yeah, it's all, I just got a six pack. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nope. Cool. Cool. Uh, lick a stow there. Is it the IPA or because it looked like a, a different can than the one than the Hoptometrist? It is an IPA. I don't know. Okay, I haven't actually looked at it. It is. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Can, can you hold a can up to the camera, maybe? <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Okay, this is their standard IPA. Sorry, I didn't know if they had changed their can because all I saw was silver. I was like, well, that looks. So they have three IPAs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They have a standard, okay. like a standard IPA. I think that okay. one's a, probably a little maltier, unless they've changed it the formula. Yeah, I, I was gonna say it is kind of malty, and I was like, I wasn't sure if I was like imagining it. I just wanted it to be malty, but yeah, it is <laughs> I love, dude. I love malty beers. Yeah, uh, that one's a little maltier. Then they have the Hoptometrist, which is like an old school double IPA. So I think like ninety minute from Dogfish Head, and yeah. then they have their new new. That New England IPA, everything rhymes with orange. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Erwo, I think, is like 6%, 6.5%, something like that. Oh, hey, hey. You, Rough Tail did a collaboration with... With American Solera. American Solera. Yeah. Nothing, nothing rhymes, rhymes with, with grape. Nothing rhymes with grape, which is yeah. inherently untrue, but... <laughs> Uh, we, we all know that there's, <laughs> we all know that that's a problematic statement, which is why Rough Tail made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, I actually had it. So I, will, Did you? I forgot about that. Yeah. Damn, man. And, uh, it was good. It was fucking intense. I gotta say it was like, it was almost like a wine, but it was pretty fucking good. Well, speaking of intense. I am on my second beer of the evening, and I don't think it gets much more intense than this. I'll hold the glass up. I mean, you can clearly tell it is a a malt bomb. What is that? It is a special little offering called Dogfish Head 120 Minute IPA. Oh, my God, dude. Now, this one is from... Question mark, question mark, ABV. Like, you're not of a high enough level to see that. Yeah, That's that is a true. RPG joke. <laughs> <laughs> level unknown. Uh, yeah, you are you need to level up to see what level I'm at right now. Yeah. No, this one, this one, the reason I'm drinking this out of my set, because I was looking at them tonight. I know I have, I know I had, I knew I had two bottles of one variant or one, one year's release. And this is it. And I've narrowed it down. It's either it's one of two dates. It's either four twenty one seventeen or four twenty two seventeen or twelve seventeen seventeen. The first couple digits off of this bottled on date are fudged, but I can tell that it was bottled uh-huh. in seventeen and I already have two bottles from twenty seventeen, so I drink, yeah. I'm drinking the third tonight. This is the first time in five and a half years that I've been drinking craft beer and that I've had 120 minute that I'm actually having an entire bottle of 120 minute by myself. Oof. Uh, Frank was the, Frank is the, uh, is the inspiration behind this adventure tonight because 
I don't, I know you probably haven't had time to listen to it because it's only been out for a day, but the last cast, your brother was fucking tanked on. <laughs> on a hundred twenty minute? Uh, I don't remember. On it now that I'm saying it, I don't remember if last cast he drank hundred twenty minute or the cast before that. I think it might have been the cast before, but last cast he was absolutely he was pretty fucking toasted <laughs> he was yeah he was drinking wine out of a yeti cup when he started oh my god and then, and then he switched over he, as i'm talking he's like pour emptying a 32 ounce growler into his yeti cup and i was like jesus oh. christ i go is that wine out of a growler because they do that up here in, Te- in north texas and he goes no 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 no. i, I am not pouring wine uh, the wine was the last of a bottle that i had this is 120 minutes no he was no better he goes well not better Better, but he goes, no, this is the Syracusa stout from Dogfish Head. I was like, you mean this shit that's like 13% alcohol? He's like, he's like, yeah, this is the rest. They didn't have quite 32 ounces to fill up my growler at Growler shit. Express. But he's sitting there, he pours it in, and he's just sipping on it. I go, and he was telling us about all the beer that he had had at Growler Express. I'm doing the quick math in my head, and I'm like, it's Tuesday. First off, let's set the scene. Tuesday. Frank is still fairly fresh off of his like juice cleanse or whatever Jesus cleanse yeah. that he went on for Lent. <laughs> and he's knocked down, I think, the equivalent of uh eight beers <laughs> and a oh, glass of shit. wine on a Tuesday. I mean, it, granted, it's equivalency. So, I mean, it's like rep maxing when weightlifting. D- are you really <laughs> at the same time? It's still a lot. Uh yeah. but yeah, he's <laughs> He, he, at one point he was talking and I was like, I want you to listen back to this. Just enjoy what you're saying right now because it's ridiculous. So anyway, uh, so Villem, it has been a blast chit-chatting with you about yeah, uh, hop fe- uh, hop jam, not hop fest because that's a different fucking thing altogether. <laughs> hey, at least we don't have the goddamn Hanson brothers on with us tonight for me to yeah, mispronounce their. Imagine? Yeah, I could. Yeah, I, I actively can. Remember draft tops? <laughs> Sean's like, yeah, that's not the name though. Ah, I knew that. It's just testing you. Uh, but I, I, I'm glad we got to get together tonight because one, it is, it's always a joy to record with you guys. I have a blast doing this. And two, this is the kickoff to my long weekend, the start to the summer, bruh. It is oh, mem- shit. It Do is you not mem- work tomorrow. I don't work tomorrow. I ain't working Monday. That cheers, homie. Bang bang. Mm. As we both take long sips, one of us are <sighs> taking that's, a. That's a genuine cheers. I mean, you know. that's a that is a big. You sip. should expect a moment of silence after a cheers. You should, yeah. yeah. Enjoy. Take it all in. Matter of fact, when you're listening in your car, go ahead and cheers. You take a sip of <laughs> your roadie, whatever it is. Rewind. <laughs> I mean, I mean, from your roadie, no, we are not encouraging literally drinking. I always, I always encourage hydration while driving. Oh, now, God. whether you choose to put alcohol in that what? hydration, I don't, I don't suggest you put alcohol in your cup when you go. But uh, I made yeah. the joke today, actually, at work, which is maybe not the best place to make a joke sometimes. But I made the <laughs> yeah. joke about anytime. I had a coworker who got in a small fender bender with a uh, a parking structure. <laughs> she, oh boy. <laughs> she she let off the brake and then couldn't find it and oh no. rolled into a concrete pillar at like 5 miles an hour 
And she oh. was telling another coworker what happened, and I cut her off and explained what my version of the story, which was she was playing uh, Edward Forty Hands with a couple of four locos <laughs> taped to her hands, and they were. And she brought up like, "How do you do it?" And I, without missing a beat, I even surprised myself. I go, "You tape the cans to the back side of your hand. That way, you can still grip the steering wheel, and you just turn your hand and drink." And then, as I was saying it, I was like, "That's fucking genius!" Oh my god, great moment. <laughs> like, what we need to do is we need to find someone with a go kart and a lot of space. And then we need to play Edward 48 hands with two 24-ounce cans of Four loco taped to the backside of their hands and send them off in a go-kart. Let's <laughs> do this shit. Like, I, 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 think, I think that's how most people should spend their holiday weekend. That's not how I'm going to spend it. I'm going to spend it uh, visiting in-laws and family down in San Antonio, spending some much-needed uh, family time with uh, some... Some of our, some of our elders in the family. So that'll be fun. But uh, Villem, do you have any special plans this weekend for Memorial Day? Uh, I do not. Other than I'm super duper pumped that I don't work on Monday. I'm pretty fucking exhausted at this point. <laughs> uh, but I love my job. I gotta be honest with you. Like way better than fucking, the old the old gig, dude. It's like as close as I can get to what. I want to be doing at this moment, like, like stage dream job. Yeah. Like, like it's my dream job junior. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> dream job light. <laughs> it's like pretty damn amazing. I feel so blessed. And so I'm, I'm, this is not me complaining about it, but I'm so, just very tired. And so a three day weekend sounds so incredible. And I'm just gonna, the pool it. opens tomorrow night. There so it is. I'm is just going to be like, kicking it does your little weekend. uh does your little complex have a big a big gathering when the pool opens no not really it's pretty unceremonious i i don't know maybe not last year it wasn't at least as far as i know it's just villain out there drinking by himself <laughs> <laughs> he's out there nah, promoting the kids the kids will like tear, like take that shit though <laughs> like oh fuck <laughs> You're out there promoting draft top to little kids. You're like, no, listen, you just open the can right here and you just drink it in the pool. Pool opening brought to you by Nobody Left Behind. Dude, we get banners printed up. I like this. We can get into this next year. Maybe we close the pool. We close the pool at the end of the summer. I mean, I think that's probably a little less fun, but we could do that. Fuck you, kids. <laughs> the pool closing is brought to you by the Republican Party of Oklahoma. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. end it. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That is such a good gag. First day. Like, first day after it's closed. You get, like, these signs printed. You have them ready all season. First day after the closing. Put them up all over the fucking fence of the pool. Oh, I love it. Put it all over high schools. Like, welcome back to school. Thanks to this school opening. This school opening. You by the Republican <laughs> Party. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this shitty thing in life is right here. New brought to you by the Republican Party. New stoplight Dude, brought right, to you man. by. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna. That's what we should do. Just go around to every construction, uh, like <laughs> banner that's blocking a road, and just be like, "This is brought to you by." Like, get one of those, get campaign signs or semi-campaign signs, and just hang them up on construction barriers. 
But in Texas, just brought to you by Ted Cruz. <laughs> every every shitty thing. Just find a car broken down on the side of the road, and like brought to you by Ted Cruz. Fuck oh you. Oh my god, dude! If you could ad hoc produce signs like this, dude, just like this. oh, that, I'd love that. That'd be funny on there. You just slap it on there. <laughs> this is the reason that I think we like. There's a couple things that I know that I have not been given the talent to do for like. A, for my own protection. One of those things is I, I, I haven't been blessed with the ability to make music because all I would do is write shitty cover songs all day. And that's all I would do. And shitty by shitty, I mean highly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is like the ability, like the, the ready ability to print up billboards. <laughs> 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 then I'm like, no, that would be good. I honestly went and looked and see to see how much it would cost to rent out a, like a digital billboard, like a rotating yeah. digital billboard. Because I was like, ah, oh, dude, I'm going to fuck with somebody so hard. <laughs> I'm going to get somebody's license plate and be like, you've seen this person? Child molester. Like, <laughs> And then like in real small letters, no, really, he just cut me off one time. He's still a dick. This guy sucks at driving. Even that would be like, <laughs> yeah, so devastating. Probably way more appropriate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If you want a real rant, you should uh, listen back to my paper tags rant, which is insane. And I've seen so many paper tags on cars that I'm like, you didn't just buy that. You're getting by the system. Dude, yeah. I see those all the time, too, actually. I've thought about that. I'm like, there's no fucking way. And I saw one the other day that was like super poorly pinned down to where the <laughs> real license plate underneath it was, was yes. like... Yes. Yeah, funny as shit. He's driving right in front of a cop. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's basically Are you fucking with me, right? It's now? it's Harry Potter's cloaking device or whatever the cloak <laughs> of mystery. They just put it on their car and they're like impervious uh, to oh, no, any fucking legit. question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything seems really up and up here. His expiration date is September of 2018. No questions from me. Like what? What are you crazy? Anyway. Uh, Willem, it has been an absolute blast. Do yeah, you have yeah, anything else for uh, the listeners before we uh, kick it over to uh, Ratatat this evening? Uh, definitely check out the Tulsa beer scene. Come to Hop Jam in next May. In <laughs> May a year of from 2019. Now. <laughs> Come to Hop Jam next year. And Clear your calendars. <laughs> there's so many Oklahoma breweries, but it's like catching on like some, some you know, Venereal like Lagunitas was there. Oh. Dogfish had Sam Calgioni. Calgioni. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how to actually say it. Yeah, but he was there. He, he actually was there this year. He actually met. By the way, I don't think he's ever fucking been to Dallas. Just so we're all we're Fuck being yeah, honest. Dude. So he actually met up with Chase Healy from uh, uh, American yeah. Solera. Yes, and and they took picture together. I think in that tap room uh, on Sobo. There. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, he, uh, they did. So, and your boy, your boy, no beer, at no beer left cast on Instagram. Hit, yeah, t- t- ch- chatted both back at him like, "Hey guys, I saw that. I my, saw that, dude. Great job, my and cream like, dream." <laughs> I saw Chase at he was running the American Solera tent. Yeah, uh, this year. So, like, yeah, pretty. Uh, it's like legends here i'm telling you dude like people brewing just like geniuses and it's not what's crazy is you can feel like if 
if you didn't know any better, you would hear Willem say that, and you'd be like, he's being hyperbolic, and it's 100% not. You have people like Sam Calgione, who's one of the risk, like, one of the people responsible for the craft beer renaissance of the late nineties, yeah, who is paying legitimate respect to these young guns from Oklahoma who are brewing crazy good beer in a state that is crazy against people making alcohol. That's as, yeah. si- as simple as I can say it. Uh, and uh, the people at American Solera, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, even the people at Prairie now uh, down in Krebs, Krebs, yeah. uh, because I don't like Krebs and the Chalk Brewery at all, but they're yeah. still doing, they're still handling Prairie correctly. Uh, but people, you do, and you do owe, you do owe Prairie to them because they allowed them to come in and uh-huh. use their equipment and 100%, stuff. Hundred so. percent, and the same with Coop for uh, yeah. letting Chase come in and actually brew early on. Coop's putting out good products with F five and DNR. As much as people hate DNR, I love it. <laughs> and then the mad scientist Matt Denham over at Rufftail. Jaboy, I I love what they're doing at Rufftail yeah. Midwest City in a weird ass part of town. You want to talk about you want to talk about weird placement? They're behind like two garbage dumps over in Midwest City in this weird industrial park that no one wants where no one wants them. I've yeah. never seen a more redheaded stepchild of a business operating in a place. But like the pe- <laughs> their their neighbors fucking do not like them being there. <laughs> I guess some of them do, but there's enough of them that will absolutely tow the shit out of your car if you go park there. They're yeah. just like, uh, I don't know what, how far <laughs> sticks are shoved up y'all's asses, but y'all need to get, get with the fucking program. Yeah, it's still pretty red, you know, in general. But Is it? I, don't, I didn't never noticed that being in Oklahoma. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> but no, like, really, like, Tulsa beer scene is hopping. And the more I th- I'm thinking about it now, the it's like you got really good tap rooms, you, like breweries that started out of being able to be a tap room. Yeah. So, like, Heirloom, Renaissance, Cabin Boys, uh-huh. Uh, etc. All like, those are all those are thanks to that law that was that passed in twenty yeah. in twenty fifteen. Like we talked about it on this cast of how important it was for that law to be passed. And yeah. Now, mind you, you still haven't seen the biggest push of that law, which is refrigerated beer sales in liquor stores and full 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 strength beer sold at grocery and. Uh, yeah, that's the coming. Grocery stores, grocery and convenience. Yeah, I think that's in October. It's yeah, October 2018, and when that happens, uh, you're going to see people like Yingling come into the state. And once yeah. you see that happen, you will see you will have to, legislation will have to change to lower the ta- the excise tax on Oklahoma brewers for them to actually compete within their own state. Once that happens, you will see a craft beer renaissance in the state of Oklahoma as the rest of the United States craft beer scene is crumbling. It's going to be great. This was the renaissance. Holy shit, dude. That's Well, well no, I mean what's what's that's kind of the beauty of a state of a red state that is maybe like 5 10 years behind the rest of yeah. the country is that you have this excitement that is happening all around you in all the other states that yeah. is the excitement starting to die, even in places like Dallas. Like you can see that the craft beer scene is changing enough to be to be not as enticing for a national brand to come into North Texas. But you're seeing a lot of excitement in the state of Oklahoma because all these new craft breweries are popping up. And what that's doing is it will draw in a national crowd. Once the national crowd, and by that I mean big 
big breweries. Yeah, yeah. Once you draw them in, then you're going to see the local scenes and the local legislation have to change in order for them to compete because otherwise you're going to be very hypocritical when you say we support small business with all of our legislation and then you don't provide those small businesses like breweries that have a legitimate part, uh, you know, legitimate contribution they could be making. Yeah. When you don't support them with the laws that you're passing. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how Oklahoma handles it. Hopefully so they is handle how Oklahoma way. becomes more progressive. Holy shit. Dude. Yeah. No, beer, dude. beer does that. Well, you think it's the, it's the sins of the world that will progress, that will drive progress. Look at the state of Colorado. Oh, dude, you're, that's so fucking true. Honestly, think about how much money could be made off of people's willingness to have a good time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd be paying a different person. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, it's, it's a, it's, it's a interesting thing to think about. So on that, I think, I think yeah, we, let's we wrap leave it. I'm sorry. I, I took us down another path here. No, it's but, good. Um, That's the shit that we love to get into on Last Call. We had yeah. the discussion uh, with Frank uh, last episode of kind of what what our, our episode formats are. We have new listeners that keep popping on every week, and I think it's good to explain that to them. So, you know, episode number that you see at the first of the week, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's going to be our straight format. Our fun beer news, beer talk, uh, current events happenings, and then last call. You see an episode number last call behind it? It's going to be more freeform, bruh. It's going to be more fun. So you never know what you're going to get. It's like last call is like a box of chocolates. Something about Forrest Gump is good at ping pong. I think that's how the saying goes, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, I hope y'all had a good time. Be sure to uh, rate, review, subscribe to us over on uh, iTunes, wherever else you get podcasts. If you find a better spot to review podcasts, please let us know. Reach out to us on social media because I've yet to find it. I can't if I create an I, I can't one I can't create an iTunes account because I think they know I'm on an Android phone. They're like a f- sinner. They never they don't let me create one, and then I can never actually leave a review for a podcast other than just I don't know I guess typing it into the ether of the internet and be like it, it was a good episode and just letting it go out there. I don't I don't know how reviews for podcasts work. I just know, I just know how to beer good. I just know that we appreciate the good ones, though. We do <laughs> really appreciate the good ones, except that one guy who gave us a one star. Fuck you. First off, someone gave us the one star over on iTunes. Yeah, I was like, well, we mean to piss in your Cheerios, but sure, why not? So uh, be sure to check us out on social media over on Twitter and Instagram at No Beer Left Cast. If you're still over on Facebook, I uh, tend to po- cross-post some things from Instagram every now and then. And if you comment, don't get butthurt because uh, my Pages Manager app doesn't work all the time. Thanks, Facebook. Appreciate that. Anyway, for Brian here in North Texas, finishing off my first complete bottle of 120-minute IP from Dogfish Head. I'm going to be honest with you, it's drinking kind of like uh, paint thinner right now. It is. <laughs> the, the amount of alcohol in this beer is staggering. So... I'm going to drink this and drift off to a peaceful slumber, maybe after a couple more beers. And uh, until next time, ladies and gents, uh, I hope you have a great start to your summer of 2018. 2018 for you progressive folk out there. For Brian, I'm out. Are we like done or do I go now? 
No, I mean, you can go. I mean, you still haven't said your okay. piece here. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Uh, it's just me and Brian, so you first time doing it. You didn't have anybody to cut off. This point, Frank, <laughs> if you made it to this point, like, thank you. That is a dedicated listener. If you made it to this point, uh, maybe take a picture of yourself and at mention us or something, and maybe for sure one of us will send you something. I don't know. Um, but thank you for listening and for Villem in North 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 East Austin I'm out